You're listening to The Occupational Philosophers with Simon Banks and John Rice. Hello and welcome to The Occupational Philosophers and Not So Serious Business Podcast. It's a mashup of the world of creativity, curiosity, and a healthy dash of philosophy thrown in. Each and every week, I'm joined by my co-host and co-producer over in the UK, John Rice. Happy New Year, happy 2024, and welcome to January. Thank you, Simon. Yes, happy 2024. Looking forward to another year of frivolity and fun. And you're kicking off this new year with uh, an encounter with Barbara Duran. Is that right, Dr. Barbara Duran? In the wild, I think. Yes, in the wild, another in the wild episode. I joined Barbara at the end of last year for one of her programs she was running. I was lucky enough to be a I'm going to say a willing participant on that. And we had a little chat at the end around what she's up to, what the program was about, and some of the things you can take away from working in the way that we did that day. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I know we did that in the Wild episode last year with Dr. Samuel West, and that was really enjoyable. So I'm hoping that this is the beginning of a number of these in the Wild episodes because they're great fun. And it's nice to catch up on a more personal level with some of those prior guests. Now, mine was involved no alcohol, unfortunately, but, you know, (laughs) that could maybe be round two. So, look, with no further ado, let's jump into that chat with Dr. Barbara Doran. So, Barbara, great to connect with you again today as a previous guest on Occupational Philosophers. Thanks for inviting me along to this amazing day. What was the day about and where does it fit into your program? Okay, what was the day about? The day was about engaging with storytelling from the making process and the imagination from building a script and and turning it into a story with a a special partner, Sustainable Screens Australia. So here we're thinking about what does it take to turn something from an idea into something that becomes scalable and hits our popular culture. And then the inverse was there in terms of how do the stories that we create shape the worlds that we live in? And we're particularly thinking about what does it mean to build a sustainable world? So we're sitting here at University of Technology in Sydney and you've been partnering with Sustainable Screen Australia. How did that partnership come about and how does it fit into your program, which is, you can tell us a little bit more about as well. Okay, so I am the director uh-huh. of the Creative Intelligence and Strategic Innovation Program. It's a course that has been developed to help us charter unnavigated territory. So we know we live in this complex world that's interconnected like it never has been before. We don't have the tools and practices in our conventional ways of practicing to work together and uh, navigate into this future that we want to create. How do we get there? We harness creativity. And this is something that we all have latent within us. Some of us spend time honing it more than others. And this course in particular raises that up to the forefront, catalyzes it through a myriad of different practices that are drawn from across the industry, but we're really looking to build that, what I would call a creative fitness. (music) 
how did we get here today? Yeah, how did we get yeah, here today? Yeah, how did we get here today? Screen Australia. Actually through the courts. So one of the the initiators of Sustainable Screen Australia is a substantial player in the film and uh, television is, industry in Australia. And she was it was during COVID and she was on Gardener's Leave, which I had never heard of before. Maybe, you know, other mm. people have, but I was like, what is Gardener's Leave? It sounds really romantic. Yeah, I was on that too, yeah. Oh, yeah. are you? <laughs> Short unemployment, yeah. <laughs> For her, it was, it, was a, it was a specific transition from being the CEO of one of our major film and television producers, production companies, to merging with another uh, some other fellow filmmakers to establish a new company. Okay, so, different to unemployment. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, well, it was her rest place. Yes. And she was like, what will I do? And another colleague at, at the school who I also know through my previous time of working in film and television as a designer um, said to her, why don't you come and take this course in creative intelligence? So she came and did one of our subjects, which was creative practices and methods. And from there, we've stayed in touch. And she, you know, even today, she was like, oh, I wouldn't, you know, I was thinking about data visualization today and things that I would never have thought about if I hadn't done that that program. And so from that, we, we've established a longer term connection. And through that, I've, I've met a lot of other people that I either directly or indirectly didn't know um, or did know through film and television and sustainability. And today's been a mix of a lot of things from film and television. We've done set building, we've done placemaking, if that's the right yes. uh, way to say it. We've visualised characters and stories. How does this all fit into the the design challenge of making a screen or film and television production in Australia more sustainable? So there's... A number of layers to that, and that's because film and television and theatre, I would say, are these microcosm worlds of where we build stories and those stories shape the stories that we live out. So, for instance, film and uh, uh, sustainable screens have asked people who become members to ensure that their scripts internalise sustainability. And so that can be everything from there's a direction she picks up her cup and and then in, it, it says it's a keep cup so it's not a paper cup the cup mm. the, the kind of cup is specified and then the stories are actually stories that conjure consideration of the environment consideration of our relationship to nature consideration of the use of materials and then even today we were talking about how inside the world of filmmaking there's capacity to tell stories across the filmmaking process that doesn't end up on the silver screen, so to speak. But, you know, what do you do with all the plastic cups that you that you use or what do you do with all yeah. of the fabric that's left over? Well, you can tell the story of where that goes and what happens to it. So there's, it's a very sort of interconnected story from the idea of how something is brought into our imaginations as a, as a script to how it is made and how it is realised, the choices, the materials that are made the act of making and the communities that are built through making all the way through to the celebration and then how those stories, when I say the celebration, the red copper, the release, the distribution, the talk and the hum and the vibe out there in the, in the community when it's released, popular culture, how does that actually change the food that we eat, the clothes that we wear, the, the way that we engage with technology? So there's the making and the doing and the the bringing to life and then for this particular workshop what we're looking at is working with people who are in the role of bringing places to life making new technologies shipping and renewable 
wind turbines, there's, you know, education. We had all kinds of other people in the space drawing understandings of, from the filmmaking and theatre making process into their lives. So we call that the adjacent possible. So really good to chat with Barbara, hey? Out yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. It's really good to go deeper, I think, with, uh, as I say, with prior guests and really understand some of the thought processes behind a lot of the work that they do. The the co-design process, obviously, where Barbara's just talking about just bringing in that real diversity of perspectives and ideas as part of the process, not unsurprisingly, is what I thought would be the case of how great things emerge. What about you? What did uh, You were pretty spun out, I think, weren't you? <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was creatively intense. It was creatively intense. And uh, I've said that only in a positive way, but I love the fact that Barbara always says, you know, the thinking which created the challenges we have now will not be the thinking that solves those challenges. So, look, we need to be open to doing things differently and absolutely brought in so many things in the world of film and theatre and performance and dream interpretations and collaging and putting things together. I was just... Yeah, it was intense in a in a good way, in a good way. So you really, if you lent right in, you got some amazing outcomes. Yeah. So just a really nice way she curated that space as well, yeah. like to make it very welcoming and make it. You know, we use that term safe space a lot, yeah. but create that space where look, we're going to do things a bit differently. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I loved it. Yeah, and, and, and the diverse array of people I met from film, theatre, television, advertising. Yeah, wonderful wonderful creative doers and thinkers so yeah it was a great time yeah sounded like you had fun and i hope i get a chance to enjoy something similar at some future point so yeah great to hear her again all right so john we've got a great 2024 we've got some great guests lined up we've been a little bit slower on our output due to holidays and different episodes and not working out as they imagine and the unusual world of podcasting however <laughs> we are ready we're continuously experimenting, Simon, and I think the uh, couple of months' break's been quite good to replenish and reinvigorate and be ready. As we always say, here's what I want you to do, especially in 2024. Stay curious, make stuff, have fun, and most importantly, when you leave here today, go and... Date life. <laughs>